Welcome to Discoculia Headlines Weekly, a podcast where we share news, information, resources, tips and tricks about Discoculia. You can subscribe to this podcast via iTunes and then search for Discoculia Headlines. You can also find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and then click on the podcast page. Easter Matt, Roblox and Discoculia. Can Abacus help Discoculia? Participate in the study Telling Time and Discoculia. This is our podcast for week 13 of 2021, and we welcome Dr. Schroeder, the founder of Discoculia Services, to help us review the links of this week in our studio. Welcome, Dr. Schroeder. Well, thanks for having me. Absolutely, absolutely. We always appreciate your insights and your additional research on the links that have been posted. Now, the first one, interesting, seasonal at this moment of time. I don't know when our listeners are listening to our podcast, but uh, obviously it is uh, Easter time at this uh, at this moment. And this first link is about Easter math. Now, <laughs> what is that? Well, uh, if you click on the link, you see a picture of someone using egg cartons and various differently colored chocolate eggs as manipulatives to explain fractions and their relation to the whole. A very nice and creative way of uh, doing it. And actually, I I also have uh, used egg cartons. I have a whole pile of them. Um, And uh, there is a nice game that I used to uh, mention in the summer math game uh, list about an egg carton and different colors have white and brown eggs in there and it's a, it's a real game uh-huh. and then um, also the famous NCTM Illuminations website where you have a treasure trove of math activities that are uh, really good well well researched then uh, they have the eggs exactly uh, yeah. <laughs> lesson <laughs> also focused yeah, on eggs and they funny. use it to explain fractions in a very okay. uh, very interesting way so okay. yeah that's that's it. good for the season okay but as always it's not only about the tool but it's uh, mainly about the talk so having said that when you introduce something that relates to real life like something holiday related or seasonal items uh, that usually motivates and attracts the uh, attention of a student, and then you have an opening to explain uh, the math behind it. Right. Okay. Okay. Well, our, uh, our our next link is about Roblox and Discoculia. Now, what do those two have to do with each other? Well, uh, you're probably familiar with the Roblox game. Uh, many uh, children really like it, and you can build houses and uh it's the new pokemon uh, yes everybody's on top of it <laughs> and, uh, they're t- traveling in there exactly it's a really nice game it's a, 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 a plethora of graphics and colors and um well it's uh, able to um, distract the students these days if i may say and at the same time there are some nice items on, on roblox there's even some good uh, math uh, games in there now, I don't know if all the kids are really going there, but... For the math games, I it, don't know. It is there. Uh, well, this particular post, though, is about this person who tries to manage the captchas. You know those uh, little uh, puzzles that a program asks you to complete to prove that you are human. And he has no luck with it. 
In the picture, you see that he needs to find uh, the picture with dice totaling 14. Well, that can be a challenge for people with numeracy problems. Right. So there are, I think, other ways to do this. So I'm not sure why Roblox choose these. Well, they, they might uh, choose that you need to click on a bicycle or a car or a yeah, train. Which yeah, is I usually have to click on all the traffic lights or all exactly, the buses that you see exactly. in the pictures. I don't know why they do that. Okay, well... Mr. Roblox, if you're listening, please adjust this, okay? Have a heart for our poor Disco Killer kids. Yeah. Yeah, this was a rather large study in China with 12 classes and a, a serious abacus course of um, two years. So a really long intervention. Let's say that again, yes. Well, they are about long time learning, we know that. Uh, the puzzling thing in the report is that they mentioned that no students in the treatment group were diagnosed with having developmental dyscalculia, where there were 6.4% in the control classes. Well, I think this was a little bit of an unfortunate wording of their conclusion. They did not test for dyscalculia at the start. They just looked after two years if the uh, control group had uh, less oh. or less uh, okay. students with dyscalculia and that was uh, indeed uh, true so their um, idea is now that it can prevent uh, dyscalculia well that I don't know if you can prevent an inborn, <laughs> an inborn disease right. but you can apparently um, uh, remediate it uh, yeah. and prevent and the trouble and prevent the trouble exactly so then they don't show the signs and that'll be good and that is what we what we want that'll be good good study a large study huh? amazing large yeah of course study, lots yeah. of people in china but right yeah. well i always heard yeah. good things about abacus yeah um we need and, to brush up our abacus uh, skills, skills i guess yeah i have several of them <laughs> and sometimes i use it yes. okay okay now the next link is an invitation to participate in a study Yes, we're always happy to to report to support research, and um, also report, but support in this case. And um, here it's Microsoft who tries to do some research on accessibility of websites for people with uh, learning disabilities. Okay. They have a lot of information on their website already, so very nice of them to do that. Certainly something that I encourage. So. Our listeners who have dyscalculia are encouraged to see the post and see if you still can uh, participate. Okay, well that brings us to our last link uh, and it's about telling time and, and dyscalculia. Yeah, this research comes from Turkey and they make the point that difficulties with telling time is such a good indicator for dyscalculia that teachers should pay particular attention to the students of about six or seven years who have problems with that and maybe refer them for further screening. So basically use it as a uh, screening tool. As a screening tool, that's interesting. Yeah. So, and um, you can understand why this is um, a good test case for those kids because it is not easy to, to read an analog clock. Well, think about this. Um, to acquire the ability to read clocks, you need to have many prerequisite skills. Um, students need to learn to read clocks 
teachers should make sure that they have those prerequisite skills and right. check on that. They should be specific about which part of the task the focus is on and make sure that students know how to do that. So first look at the hours and then at the minutes. Um, they need to know the words and use them correctly. They need to put events in the correct order and also to predict time cyclic events, uh, use the information uh, they got from reading the clocks. That's all a whole uh, set of uh, skills that they need to learn. And in addition, you need to have some mathematical knowledge also. Uh, just think about that an hour has 60 minutes and that when you have more than 60, you need to start a new hour. It's not after 10, you start a new uh, a new uh, place. So clock reading skill is also based on number sense and on visual spatial abilities. Then you need some basic knowledge about fractions. So you need to know what is a half right, and a half what is a quarter. And a quarter. Right. And yeah. for a child of six or seven, these are uh, quite uh, demanding uh, tasks. And then measuring time intervals also requires addition and subtraction skills. So I think it's it's a very good um, so, It's a good screening tool, at, yeah. Yes, it's a good it's screening tool. It's amazing actually how much you need to know before you can read a clock. Yeah, it's actually and, more... And we do that with these little ones. Oh. It's, it's actually more special that there are some kids that can do right. it. <laughs> right. This is why the digital clocks were invented, I guess. <laughs> Well, thank you, Dr. Schroeder, for coming in today. We hope to see you back next uh, week. Uh, have a happy Easter. Uh, Dr. Schroeder is the founder of Disco Kudia Services, and you can follow her on the interwebs, on Twitter, on Facebook. Uh, also, I, I want you to pay attention to her webinars. She has five free webinars every day. They uh, repeat every week. Uh, for your convenience, you can get the information about that at webinars.discoculiatrainingcenter.com and also you can go to her new website now, discoculiascreener.org to find out if you or one of your loved ones might be plagued by discoculia. And then of course, when you into math, when you are a teacher, become a discoculia tutor and all the information is at discoculiatutor.org. Discoculia Headlines Weekly is a production from discoculiaheadlines.com. You can find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and we are on Twitter at discoculiahead. You can also find us on Facebook, we have a board on Pinterest and on Flipboard. Search for Discoculia Headlines or follow the links on our webpage. You can send your questions, comments and contributions to communications at discoculiaheadlines.com and we may even discuss it in one of our upcoming podcasts. We hope this was useful for you and until next week, you can count on us.